0: What's good, what's good, what's good everyone Welcome to Canes on a Daily Um, This is a new Segment about the Miami Hurricanes Uh, Pretty much just going in Depth of um, Previous game Um, This is the first episode So I will Have um, A guest jumping in Shortly but I just want to Pretty much go over some of the things that we as fans see, have seen so far for the Miami Hurricanes. Now, we did, um, to recap everything, the Miami Hurricanes played Middle Tennessee State over the weekend, and which some of us already know that game, Miami was supposed to win. It was a 25.5 favorite in that game, but most likely, Miami. Didn't pull it out for some, our reason. We, you know, Miami took it on the chin, pretty bad. Um, the final score was forty-five to thirty-one. Now, Miami didn't catch fire into the second half. What's going on, cool? What's going on?
1: Uh man, chilling, man. Unfortunately, we're talking about this team this week.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm. um, I just was letting everybody know, but this is my new segment called "Cane's on the Daily," just to recap the Miami Hurricanes. Um, uh, from the weekend, you know, previous week, the game week, and then going into the um to this week right here. Um, pretty much, I um. I probably won't do one. I might do a show next Tuesday. I don't know yet because Miami is off this week. But I just might do one just to um, do like a preview going into the North Carolina game. But anyway, I was going into just talking about what pretty much what went wrong in that game. And so many different things went wrong in that game (laughs) That, that, I mean from coaching players, Jake, I mean, um, Jake coming in for Tyler, Tyler getting benched, Tyler, um, down the 45 yard line of the field away from the team and everything. So cool. Tell me, give me your perspective. What you, I mean, what you, how you, um, assess that, that game on Saturday.
1: The game was, uh, was trash. I mean, they know the way to put it. It was trash. We came out and put up 10 points in the first half against Middle Tennessee. Um, there's no excuse for that. Um, Tyler Van Dyke was having a bad game. But the main problem that he was having is, a lot of those guys out there aren't getting anything done as wide receivers. Yeah. You know, he's he's leading guys with the ball, and they act like they can't be led with the ball. Like, what are you doing as a D1 athlete, you know, playing wide receiver if that's the best you have? I was just really disappointed the last couple of weeks overall with, um, you know, Miami. I think Van Dyke is one of the guys that, obviously quarterback takes blame when things happen um mm-hmm. if i was in his situation i'd have been uh very pissed off as well because i came out with a uh, team that you know did the same thing last year lost the game then the wheels fell off um that's been the thing with miami for the last couple of years mm-hmm. um you know i said on my show that's my concern they lose a yeah. game then all of a sudden it's like they don't know how to play anymore yeah uh, i think that happened again this week uh, Van Dyke was frustrated. He should be because guys should make plays. Two weeks in a row, guys were not making plays at the wide receiver position, and you cannot win games in college football with that being the case.
0: Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah, I'm
1: just very disappointed with with the team as a whole, man.
0: Yeah, I agree. I um, I started like after the Bethune Cookman game. I said, okay, Miami putting up 70 points. Um, they're playing Southern Miss. I'm looking for the same repeat report, um <coughs> yep. repeat ref- performance. Didn't get it. It's like they were struggling. I mean, struggling to get up the down the field to get points. And I'm like, this is not good. This is this is not good at all. And then I'm starting to look at how the offense is being, you know, schemed. You know, because the. The, the fact of the matter is like when I go back to last year when Derek King was the quarterback, the the offense pretty much looked just like that. Only thing <clears throat> is Der, you use Derek King to run the ball a lot and we didn't push the ball downfield. Now unfortunately, he got hurt in, um in the central um, Connecticut game and um, while well, he was hurt the game before and then Tyler and Jake split the Central Connecticut game until Jake got hurt. And I would say, well, what if Jake didn't get hurt? You know, how would that play out? Would Manny went with Jake the whole rest of the season or kind of like split between both of the quarterbacks to see who, which one would catch fire? But unfortunately, Tyler caught fire because he took advantage of the situation. And then he he lost, I think what, like two games. And then he won like five. And he had all of them good statistics. And then was player of the year. So I'm me personally, nothing against Jake. But I just me, I just felt like Tyler was that guy because he had that big body, that strong arm. He reminded me of Tom Brady and Josh Allen. I was like, okay, this dude has that Moxie. He has it, has he has it. And then when they went down and fired um, Mario Cristobal, I mean, I fired um, Manny Diaz and then Rick Lashley decided to leave and took their coaching job, I was like, okay, well, maybe Mario could keep him, you know, because Tyler already had that for f- um, the familiar- familiarity t- with Lashley, but now Josh Gannis come in and I said, well, what, is, how this is going to work? Because I watched John Gaddis, Josh Gaddis on um, offense in Michigan, and they didn't even have great quarterback play because they used to run the running game a lot, and then, um, then they are passed out of it, and sometimes they are passed to the running back. So I was like, okay, why we can't do the same thing when you got somebody like Knighton that's really a great pass catcher out of the backfield. Especially now that you have receivers that was or you to your main receivers that's down, you could have use him, use Harris, use Franklin as the primary runners. Use um, Franklin as um, a screen or rear out whatever the case might be, and that's not that's not been happening. And then they you we went into the um, Texas A&M game, so I was like, okay, Texas A&M was struggling. All right, I said, well, maybe Miami's going to kick out of this funk and we we get this win. We couldn't score no touchdowns. We was in the red zone five times, come away with field goals. I was like, this is not good. This is really not good. And then we lost that game. I said, okay, we probably won't lose another game because the only game on the schedule I predicted to probably lose was the Clemson game. I was like, I said, we probably would be able to beat on Texas A&M, but that wasn't the case. Then last week, and man, I'm just telling you, it just, the defense um, gave up four four deep passes, 98, 89, 71, and 69. Three of them went for touchdowns. And, and we... If you notice back in the middle on um, the Southern Miss game, they already was having problems with the defense. And then they were supposed to fix it, and then they did a decent job in the Texas A&M game, and then they went right back to the same thing all over again. So, I don't know. I mean, they got a week off to fix it they got a week off to, to figure out some things Mario, he's you know i'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because he is a new coach there um he you know coached at oregon he coached on the nick Saban and all of that and i think it, it all takes time but you you have to you you have to really get into um to to into them guys you know Especially if you got receivers that really hasn't played, he's he um, Jaleel Skinner. Mario said, "Well, he's going to play more." The dude only had two targets, one reception for 17 yards. That's not playing him. He could have been. He could have really been a factor in that game for Tyler.
1: Yeah, you have to look at it and say, "I can have my." This is um, for me for for Mario Cristobal and for the offensive coordinator i have the certain people that i want to get catches i want to get touches but when they're not getting a job done let's give other guys a chance the worst Mm -hmm. that can happen is they play the same way i mean you look at just the receptions frank ladson had six receptions you know Mm -hmm. will mallory who should have 10 plus targets a game with this rigid receiving core only had four receptions for 50 yards yeah you're not using guys that uh you know are more of your playmakers at this point and yeah. then let everybody show you on the field what they could do not in practice you know not what you've seen on film but let them actually go out in game situations and show you what they can do exactly. That's the thing that i think is the biggest problem you're a new coach so everything should be a clean slate now yeah. the problem i see <clears throat> you got to find a way to bring tyler van dyke back into the fold
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know because you ticked them off yeah You know, you took him out of a game when, honestly, what did it do? You know, Jake Garcia was 10 of 19 for 169 yards. He didn't have a touchdown or an interception. We started running the ball better. Thaddeus Franklin, you know, in the running game.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, You know, he did his thing, got two touchdowns. But what did it do for the team? What did it do for the guy that's supposed to be your guy, right? Yeah you basically took out your quarterback because of a bad performance in the middle of the game you yeah. put in his backup who had a decent statistical game like I said no interceptions but no touchdowns either so you just created a controversy that was unnecessary so I'm questioning you know a couple of things about Miami um one of my friends is a Florida State fan so he was he was uh you know calling me after the game like oh I can't believe y'all lost the middle of Tennessee State I said did you not listen to what I said on Friday um he was like what do you mean I was like I told you they lost the game. One or two things was going to happen. Either they were going to come out and crush Middle Tennessee State or they were going to come out and do what we've been doing in the past. They came out and did what we've been doing in the past. It's unfortunate to every year have all of these fans, and I'm not one of them, but to have mm. all these fans, they come from all oh, the U is bad, the U is bad, the U is bad. The U has not been back. Let's just stop it. Let's have one or two solid seasons first. Yeah. You can't be back when you play two good games against unranked, um cattle teams basically
0: or 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 or, uh uh, not even having a really great season you know and paul farburn went off you know and i'm not the biggest fan of him but some points he he was right you know some of the miami fans you know they kind of like you know, went off on the, you know, pushback of his comments. But he, he pretty clearly said Miami is not back. He pretty much called Miami a fraud because every year they, he said, they said the U is back, U is back. When we had a turnover chain, all the U is back. Now we got rid of the turnover chain. We got Mario Cristobal in there. All the U is back, U is back. Yeah, Mario has done good in the recruiting and in the transfer portal, but it takes time for them guys to gel together. You know what I'm saying? It can't be like Florida State. Some of Florida State players been together. You know what I'm saying? Look at Clemson. They was in the same position we are in now with their wide receivers and DJ last year. Now they had that one year under the belt. You still gotta give Tyler, you still gotta give Tyler a chance to sh- shine. Even last year, when he struggled in some games, he was able to figure it out and rally everybody around him. Allow him to do that. And you can't shoot his confidence in a game where you already been giving up big plays. You already was giving these explosive pl- plays to Tennessee State. And then you was getting pushed around offensive line. You should have schemed better and kind of like helped Tyler out a little bit more. You didn't do anything. You last. I mean, not lasting, but Franklin is a bigger back, a little bit more powerful he could have easy help wear down the line a little bit more where you could have schemed to play action or any kind of post pattern for them guys. Mario said after the press conference that they, um, the offense got to be better, the offensive plays and everything like that. So I don't know if it's him taking a shot at, Gaddis or whatever the case may me but that that offense can <coughs> we we are a not a power offense yet we still that finesse o- offense with with my um with um manny diaz had so to get them as a power you're going to, you're going to have to go out and get bigger l- offense alignment that could push the to push the trenches you're going to have to get deep big defense alignment that could clog up the middle for other teams then you could use your 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 um your main guys to pressure the quarterback until all of that changes over this is the product we're gonna get yeah we might salvage this season you know and to to um just like you said what they're gonna do with Tyler van Dyke is going to be very very important because now p- people out there looking at The crowd went crazy because Jake came in. You know, everybody figured Jake is the better quarterback than Tyler Van Dyke. I still have my, I'm still a Tyler Van Dyke guy until, because I I have seen what he have done. I was I understand what he was able to do, but you cannot shoot your quarterback in the foot. You cannot give him those basic plays and expect for him to make miracles. This is first year under there. You know what I'm saying? If you took some stuff that he likes and say, hey, what you like, you know, incorporate in there, then it could help out a little bit better. Yeah, he is down two receivers. His main guy, you know, and um Jacoby is down, but yeah.
1: the two don't main guys who we had from last year.
0: Yeah, the two main guys is down. But this is where. You elevate these other guys. You bring you get into practice. You say, hey guys, we are two main guys down. We counting on y'all. It's time to step up. Boom. Put whoever is your best playmakers out of that group. If it's Jaleah Skinner, let him and him and Mallory be on the field together. You don't put one at the other. You gotta use you gotta use all your weapons. That's the only way the offense is gonna be very functional. Especially. And Mallory's
1: more like a, a wide receiver, honestly, anyway, right? Yeah. So you can put Skinner in and you have a guy that's going to be more of your blocking tight end as well. Mallory can block, but, you know, he's one of those guys that's going to be um, a professional at the next level because of his ability to catch the ball for the tight end position. Um, exactly. But, you, yeah, you put your best guys out there. You run some, some two tight end set. You have those guys out there to block and they can catch for versatility purposes. You know, then you see what other receivers step up, you put them out there. Hey, do some things like, um, I forgot which team it was I was looking at, but one of the teams, they have uh, both running backs in the backfield. Green Bay does it, So Green Bay, uh, what they do is they have times where they have both of their backs in the backfield, A.J. Mm-hmm. Dillon, you know, as well as a starter. So do things like that. Put both of the backs back there so you don't know which one's going to get the ball. They both can catch the ball in the backfield as well, mostly. Um, But things have to change. Defensively, mm-hmm. you can't. 3 and out your all you can't 3 and out your defense 3 and out your defense 3 and out your defense and expect it to do well. Any defense if you keep 3 and out on offense 3 and out on offense 3 and out on offense they're going to suck because they're going to get tired and they're going to get worn down and then they're going to get exposed. That's mm-hmm. what's happening to us as well.
0: Yeah. And and um touching um to your point um when you say put two two running backs in the backfield, Josh Gattis did that in Michigan. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So why you why are you all of a sudden you like changing it, you know? Use your personnel now. I I have a question because I was trying to research this and I can't not find the answer. D- Donald Cheney, is he out for the year or he supposed to be coming back some point in time? Oh,
1: let me look. Let me check it a out bit.
0: Because I was trying to figure out when he's coming back. Because I was like. Um, because I don't know what this. I, I think Nighting should be fine coming back next week. You know, he did got nicked up. Um, uh, him and Harris did, but I think they'll be fine with this week, and then going coming into next week, or uh, when they play North Carolina. But um, I would rather me personally, I would rather have Franklin as the focal point. He had and, torn
1: ACL, so he's out for the season.
0: Oh man, so yeah. yeah. That's why there was no really no true update for him. So he most likely he'll be back next year. Yeah. Um but I will use me personally, I will use Harris and um Franklin, like you was talking about. And then right now that since we short of raw receivers, Mallory, Skinner, Latson, and Rooster, have them be The the playmakers for that offense, and then if anybody else steps up, then it's a bonus. You gotta, you gotta use, you gotta create you gotta create matchup problems for the other team. You can't let the other team get settled in and start attacking your offensive line. Because guess what? If you, if say for instance, if you go with Tyler Van Dyke next week, and then all of a sudden he struggles because the offensive line can't hold up or you're not creating no kind of scheme to match or protect him when it's time to pass, then he's going to struggle again. And then what you're going to do, you're going to pull him out again, and then you're going to really create a problem. So you have to fix it before it gets too far gone. And to your point talking about the defense, they, through four games, they have missed 39 tackles. Which we already been having issues with with tackling when Manny Diaz was there, and through four games you you missed thirty nine tackles. I mean, James Williams, the DB, six missed tackles. Mitchell Uga on Uga's he missed four. Um, Cam Kitchens four missed no. Um, Mitchell missed five. Kitchens Kitchens missed four. Taylor missed three, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on for them guys. They got, I mean, they got to fix that defense too. Uh, uh, I got somebody to comment. They got to fix that defense too. Uh, Lenoris Murray said, um, Damn, it's hard looking at Miami Hurricanes game and being a fan since 1986 it's been <laughs> yeah. hard
1: since about what 2003 to look at the games to be honest with you i mean yeah. it's been different coaches but it's the same results yeah. so <clears throat> my thing is just from a recruitment level uh, it's like you said we need to go out and recruit the guys who fit what you want to do and obviously mm-hmm. you're crystal ball and then you still have all most of the guys that you know the previous coach had because that's how it works in college right yeah. it's not the pros where you just you know everybody leaves or whatever so what you have to do is you have to recruit the holes that you have immediately. Obviously we need stronger, bigger guys on the offensive and defensive lines. So our focus for recruiting in the transfer portal this year should be to get guys uh, that fit that MO. You know, that's the, that's the first thing we're going to need to do. Mm-hmm. Obviously wide receiver, you know, it's a position that we need to go out and get guys for Henry Parish um, should be, better i know he's coming back from injury so takes a little time to get yourself work back but mm-hmm. we need you know we need plays yeah uh, we need guys to step up i mean if the, if guys don't step up it's going to be a horrendous season for miami we're going to lose a whole bunch of games and we're mm-hmm. going to look like trash if they find a way to try to um at least immediately plug some of the holes where they can um use teams that make use of what you have talent wise what you have side wise then that's what you need to do um yeah. There's no one coming in to save the season, right? We have who we have.
0: No, nope. You're right about that. Need to do. Yep. I mean, you got to use the personnel. Because if you think about it, last year when, when um, Manny had all them young guys sitting back there, and, you know, the season looked like it was going to be a total loss completely, and then he finally – Start letting play putting the people out there that wanted to play and, and all of a sudden every everything started taking off, you know, taking off and start doing very well. And I think you going to have to do the same thing this time around. It's just gonna have to start throwing people out there, see see what you got in practice. You know, it's these soft games is it's the time that you, you really should use that kind of personnel to put out there to see what you have because now you coming up into ACC play? You don't know pretty much. You don't know what's going to go. What's going to happen? North Carolina always been a throwing in our side, no matter what, and this year ain't gonna be no different. Um, Murray, Mister Murray said the wide receiver, uh, the wide, that wide receiver just went to Georgia Bulldogs just now. Who are you talking about, man? Who are you um, talking about? I had no idea. Um, Murray, post a comment. Find out who's that y- Tyler Williams, four star. Just went. It just came through. Um. Oh yeah, of tw- Twitter. Yeah. Oh. yeah so, cool so I mean, yeah, you're
1: gonna have to go out and get three and four star guys because, um, I mean, we're not a very good school right now. Five yeah. stars are not going to run to a school that it's not very good. So you're gonna have to get the three, sometimes the four star guys maybe, even two stars and hope that, uh, you develop. know, it's just a problem with the uh, development route running things that you can try to uh, correct. But I mean, that's the situation you put yourself in when a lot of people have been hyping us up, talking about how great we're going to be um, before we did anything. And that's my yeah. biggest thing. Like let's not let's stop going in the season for the last, what, seven years. You got the media getting fans. Oh, the U is back. The U is back. The U is back. Let's not do any of that. Let's just Mm. chill. Let's actually play. Let's build a team up. Yeah. My goal this season was to try to win our side of the ACC. I no longer have that goal. My goal this season is just try to be bowl eligible, if possible. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I've seen what's been out there the last couple of weeks. The Texas A&M game, we played really well. Defensively, offensively, we were garbage. Uh, Mm -hmm. This last game, we were garbage in all faces of the game, really. The only thing that happened is at the end of the game, we got some uh, plays. When they'd already pretty much won the game. Yeah. Um, So you got to change it. You got to fix it. It's going to start with scheme. It's going to start with taking these two weeks to figure out who's going to be the quarterback. Yeah. um, Who's going to be the guys that are going to be out there, wide receiver? What are they going to do when they're out there? End of the day, we don't have any more talent coming to save us this year. So you have to use again what you have. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to improve it. You have to scheme better. You have to take this time to show that you're a good coach. This is where your coordinator gets paid for. This is where your defensive coordinator gets paid for. But I yeah. guarantee you, if we maintain drives like we did in that Texas A&M game, we'll see that defense more. When yeah. you have these guys out there and they're they're having to do two-thirds of the plays for the game because the offense is not really giving them anything, that's what it is. That's what you're going to get.
0: Um. Now, speaking on quarterbacks, <laughs> now um, I, I I really um, I really Want Tyler to Start Against North Carolina But um, I don't know It's Mario's Comments Led, led me to think that Tyler will be the starter he won't name nobody but I think he, he I think he trusts um, I think he trusts Tyler a little more and he, he sees a lot in him but then again you know fans and everybody's been screaming for a Jake now don't know if if they change that or not but if they do go that route and let jake start then they're going they need to stick with jake for the rest of the season well
1: the thing is man let's be real the most popular guy on the team is the backup quarterback that's any level that's high school that's college whoever it's always you know the backup quarterback that's the most popular Mm -hmm. guy so yeah people are going to call for him. people are going to want him but you see him in practice You know why he's not
0: Mm -hmm.
1: there. And what you need to do is understand that. Stay with your guy that you have Mm -hmm. and work through the issues. Because the issues are not really, to me, they're not Tyler Van Dyke. I mean, frustration, maybe some throws. He got a little Aaron on because of frustration. But at the end of the day, we have to have better talent as far as catching the ball. Like yeah. people have to catch the ball. If you can't catch the ball, you shouldn't be playing
0: wide receiver. Because mm-hmm. what in that um, that Texas A&M game they had what six drops? Mm-hmm. Actually, had, more than that. Yeah. So yeah, literally they had more than that. So you can't expect t- Tyler Van Dyke to be a great quarterback if your receivers is not catching the ball. And then it and the thing about it is they're not even getting separation either. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, you know, the only way they get separation, if you do them sideline... sideline um, out, routes. out routes. you know what I'm yeah. saying? And then Tyler has to have time to get the ball all the way there because if he's getting rushed, it's going to be short. Then guess what? That's a waste of down, you know? So all, all of these factors has to be coached up, and they have to especially Gattis, he got a – he – Mario and him has to I'm, – I'm sure Mario recognizing all of this, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know, you could tell by his frustration after the game and in the press conference, so I'm sure he's recognizing this. Gattis, for being in the Big Ten, he playing, you know, under Jim Harbaugh, he should already recognize it because they didn't really have no great receivers there either. But lo and behold, they was great last year until they ran into Georgia, you know, and got the, the bricks knocked off on them. But at the same time, Gattis got to understand, you know, if you want your quarterbacks to, to succeed, you got to create opportunity for him to get the ball to the receivers, because I still think Miami has a lot a, a lot of talent there and it's just being misused by co- by the coaching staff, you know, and I agree with you too, cool. They need to stick with Tyler. They need to ride Tyler all the way out and see what happens. And if it gets to the point where it, it, it just then it's what it is. But you can't give up on your guy now when you know you you only what three what three games into the four games into the season? You know what I'm saying? Right. And then you and everything is, you know, <gasps> it still could be ironed out. You you already on a you're on her own bye week, so start ironing all them stuff out and come back firing off.
1: Um, now the receiver you said that they just signed was that AJ Johnson?
0: I think it was Tyler Williams. Oh Tyler it, Williams, okay. Yeah, I was came looking at
1: the list. So the the what we have possibility for next year because we only have one of the top 100 wide receivers for next year, and that's Isaiah Horton. Mhm. And he's 63190. Um out of Tennessee. Now there is AJ Johnson who I was just looking at too because I know he was somebody that we were looking at before. Um he's from Fort Lauderdale, Western mm-hmm. High School in Fort Lauderdale, so local kid. Um he's 62205. We this could lose another wide receiver because honestly we have some guys that don't look like they should be in Miami.
0: Yeah.
1: So I would be definitely um attempting to Look at the 2023 class as well. You know, some of the top targets there, try to get some guys in because we can sell any guy that's out there. You know, with you have a chance to compete right away. Like you have yeah. schools you go to, you know, you have to wait a year or two, and you have some schools you can go to, you can play right away. I think that should be a selling point. Just honestly moving forward, like, hey, man, you know, you have a chance to compete with us from the beginning. Yeah. So I think exactly. that's what we need to be, you know, looking at. That's what we need to um, you know focus on. we have yeah. to we just have to do what we have to do
0: and and the thing about it is, and have a competition for everything you know you know I, I, and I um, they need to get bigger on the offensive line. they need to get bigger on the defensive line as well because if you're going to run the ball, you need to beef up that offensive line. You cannot expect for, to have a small offensive line. Did, did you see how big Middle Tennessee State was on the defense? hmm I'm like, one dude looked like he was like 6'6". And I'm like, these guys are big. And they was manhandling our offensive line. So how do you expect? Harris and Rooster to run to run up on there. It's not happening. It's not happening. They they too they too little and they definitely ain't going to I mean lo and behold, yeah, they could get some yardage, but all them big bodies landing on them, when they do tackle them, you're gonna stop, you're gonna feel it at some point in time.
1: Yep. Now I was looking through the uh, transfer portal. Yeah. And I do see that there is one wide receiver, uh Deshaun Brown from Appalachian State, who's available immediately. Mm. Um, I, and then with there's a, a running back, Emeka Megua. Megwa. Yeah. Um, also available immediately. Um I mean, honestly, I would at this point I would just be trying to go out to every outlet just there and just see, you know, who we can get for next year, right? Yeah.
0: Because yeah, at the end of I, the
1: day, I mean, it's 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 I mean, like I said, these aren't guys that would be able to come in like this year. Yeah. But they would be able to be guys that could come in next year and help out uh what we have uh going on. And that's kind of important, you know, because most of the guys for this year, of course, have already signed. Yeah. Um looking at running backs. So I was just checking to see if there was anyone out there who you know, may not have signed anywhere, but I don't see. It looks like everybody's already signed um, for this year.
0: Yeah, they de- they definitely need they definitely need to. Um...
1: Now, Deion Smith has not. Just saw that as a matter of fact. So there is one receiver, Deion Smith. He's from LSU. Hmm. He's six one, six one and a half. and a half. So I'd say 6'1, one, 172. Yeah. He might be a guy if, uh, you know, if everything could work out possibly, you might want to at least work out bringing in. Cause I mean, <clears throat> I'm sure we have a scholarship due to injury. So I mean, hey. Yeah.
0: Especially, especially we do need depth at run, you know, run, <sighs> especially you don't know when, Ch- you don't know when Cheney is really going to come back. And how healthy he is going to be, you know. So I just think that, you know, I, I'm sure. I, I mean, I trust Mario enough, you know, to know because I mean, he might. Um. After looking at, um, you know, the situation with Georgia Tech, you know, they fired a coach over there, and Josh yeah, Gaddis. Josh Ga's name came up it's linked to Georgia Tech now I don't know if he 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 will take the job or not or whatever the case may be but that's something that Mario probably he' gonna probably have to prepare himself be, you know for another offensive coordinator if Josh decides mm-hmm. to leave you know what I'm saying so that's a another new system that you got to bring in and do all over again well my thing you know? is
1: man. If I were a Georgia Tech, I wouldn't hire him after what I've seen from this offense this year. I wouldn't hire him to be my head coach. I agree. I but I think me, that's an important thing too. If he wants a job, we've got to be better than we look right now. No one's going to hire you the way we look right now.
0: Yeah, because my my thing is, if teams were looking for head coach head head coaches, and they say, look at Miami, like. I won't even try to touch no coach at Miami right now until they prove themselves within one to two to three years. Because, yeah, you had success at Michigan because you was with Jim Harbaugh for a, a couple of years, but now you took the job with Mario Cristobal, and all of a sudden, you know, you having a down year. So nobody, I mean, unless you just want that job because that you desire to have a coaching job and you're not really proven, then, you know, that's up to Georgia tech. If they decide to, you know, run up, run after him and hire him. And, you know, because he has a, you know, he won an award over there in Michigan, but still he has improved himself at Miami. And that's the, that's the thing you have to look at. So, um, it's just right now. It's just that, you know, this year I had Miami losing, no more than two games. And I, I said that, you know, Clemson would have been one. I, I said they could beat Texas A&M, but if they lost to Texas A&M, not getting blown out by Texas a and I was good with it. But now, I mean, I'm looking at everybody. <laughs> I mean, the way we play, Wake would beat us. <laughs> Everybody that we play left
1: is better than the team we just lost to, so that says all I need to say about how I feel about Miami for the rest of the season. If <laughs> they pull it out, great, but I don't have any faith because you went out there and you laid an egg like that right before you start um, <clears throat> ACC play. Yeah, so we got UNC, then Virginia Tech, then Duke, then Virginia, uh, Florida State, uh, Georgia Tech, Clemson, and Pittsburgh. You know, I don't hear, I don't see a team name there. That's anywhere near as low as the team that just beat us. So my thing mm-hmm. is, at this point, I can't trust that we're going to win any games.
0: Yeah, and then and the and the and the bad thing about it is, um, at my job, this guy he is a Clemson fan, and it's it's three of us as Miami fans. Um, and he he saw me. He's like, he like what? I said, dude, I don't have no, I, I do not have no excuses. I said, I don't have any excuses. I said, me, personally, when my team plays bad, I tell it like it is. I don't sugarcoat it. I don't make excuses for it. I think they they play pathetic. They didn't play with enough heart. And I said, they wait till you change the quarterback to all of a sudden stop putting points on the board when you could have just been doing that from the get-go. The same plays that Josh Gaddis was giving um, Jake Garcia, you could have been giving Tyler Van Dyke those same plays. And it's, you still could have been able to put points on the board. That's what I don't. That's what I always have a problem with coaches. Even I Sunday, you know, against me and you talked about it again with with Washington. I seen this Sunday. You wait till the game is out of control and stop. Open up the playbook. Do that from the jump. Stop with them slow starts. You gotta. The more you go out there and have slow starts. You build you get teams momentum to jump all over you and then you can't stop. You remember that year we had North Carolina and they ran all over us. Then the year after that with Sam Haldum, they was throwing all over us. So it's like you gotta become a full granted, I give it, it takes time, but sometimes timing is not always on your side. You're gonna have to get out there and play point blank, period. And so I don't I I've I, I said that the Florida State game scares me the most now because the way Florida State has been playing, um, you know, we still got Clemson. North Carolina could still beat us because they all, they had our number. Yeah, we got, you know we got them last year. You know, I don't. Do we play? No, we don't play NC State this year. So that's another game that you know because usually we will play Listen NC State. Man. We can lose
1: all these games. Yeah. Cause all these teams are better than the team, the, the middle Tennessee state. So my thing is <clears throat> if we win more games, it's just a bonus at this point. I don't even have expectations anymore because when you come out and show me that you're not invested in winning yeah. as a coach and staff and as a team, why should I, as a fan, really be invested? I'm going to watch the games because it's my team. I'm gonna cheer for them. I hope I'm wrong, but I've seen this for many years out of Miami and you know, it's getting to the point where it's like, Hey, we know what it is. I'm not worried about Florida state. You know why? Because they're a better team. And better teams should beat lesser teams.
0: Yeah. So I um I have a, a question. You remember a week ago Tyler Van Dyke said that um he would prefer playing away than playing at home because of the fans? I I, I kinda like play devil's advocate with that conversation. Did, do you think that um um that has something to do with to do with it on sunday i i, I don't think so to a mm-hmm. certain extent but nope. um i mm-hmm. just think that you know maybe i mean all players think that you know hey i like playing away because of the crowd that atmosphere <coughs> and that's what he said but i just don't you know and then you know as us as outside fans, you know, we do this content creation thing, you know, or, you know on a daily, but we can't expect, you know, my, the, the University of Miami can't expect fans to come unless you be able to put product on the field, um, product on the field and start winning games at a high level. And not not just in one season, but you got to do this for three to, three to four to six, four years. Because the Georgias, the Alabamas, the Ohio States, the o- even Oklahoma, even you know, Paul Philborn co- compared us to Texas. The, you know, a couple of days ago, and, and that was an insult to Texas. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm like, you know, hey, you know, you got, you got, you got those top teams. Even Clemson, even though Clemson not, had a down year last year. But at the same time, Clinton turns around no matter what the odds is. They find a way to turn it around. Miami been going through these cycles. year, Like you said, from 2003, you know, and, you know, going through these cycles on and, on and on. me personally, I don't know how you feel about Ken Dorsey, but I'm a huge Ken Dorsey fan. I think he should have been a part of. Miami's rebuilding through the years, you know, I mean all now that he you know he's off to bigger, better things right now, so you know, you know, my hat's off to him, you know, because most likely he'll be end up being a head coach in the NFL, you know soon. so but it's just that Miami waited so long just to get just to spend you know spend money to get good coaches. You know, we settle for, you know, settle for this person, we settle for that person, you know, this person didn't work out. And then all of a sudden, now, you know, we we have to, it's like we have to scrape and claw for talent, you know what I'm saying? So that's the that's the, the bad thing about it, but at the end of the day, you know, Mario, he got he got a lot to, to work with. <laughs> Michael Jackson, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, Michael, you know, the thing is,
1: I don't think he gave up until the end of that game. I think he tried really hard in uh, that game against Texas A&M. But at some point, if you're the quarterback and you're out there dropping dimes to people, you're making great throws, and they're being dropped or -hmm. overthrown because guys aren't running through the ball.
0: Yeah, I
1: mean, at some point, you have to lose confidence in what you have around you. That's just, you know. That's like if you're playing basketball. If I'm out there and I'm, I'm the point guard, I'm, I'm dishing the ball to these cats and they're not scoring, at some point I'm just going to stop giving them the ball because what's the difference in, in what's going to happen? I mean, I might make it, I might miss at least I'm shooting it. But, I mean, it's terrible that we're at a point in this season because of a middle Tennessee state game that we have any of our fan base saying Tyler Van Dyke has um, given up, anyone has given up, Four games into the season, one actual really tough game. Excuse me, five weeks games into the season. Well, four yeah, four, because we're off this week. And <clears throat> that's sad. That's the part that I think we as fans need to sit back and think about. Yeah. At this point, we should be three and one, four and oh. Still we're yeah. two and two. But the embarrassing loss, I don't care what the score is to middle Tennessee State. So at the end of the day, um, as far as I'm concerned for the rest of the season, we're scrubs. Unless they prove me wrong, we're scrubs. We're the team that everybody's going to go in and treat like Georgia Tech 2.0. We do play Georgia Tech, so we have a chance for a win there because they're about as bad as we are. Um, I don't know where other wins will come from, but we need to try to manufacture two more so we can be bowl eligible because we got to win five games. I think Isn't five to be bowl eligible?
0: Well, I think five, six, something yeah. like that.
1: But whatever it is, we're going to have a tr- trouble getting there. Now, I will say the yeah. Florida State game, that should be a game that we get up for because that's a rival. That's like a rival rival. Yeah. Um, but you know, Pittsburgh's pretty good. We know Clemson's good. Um, Georgia Tech, they're not that good. But you got Virginia Tech, UNC, Duke, Virginia, Florida State. You know, yeah. so there's a lot of losable games there. Um, it just depends on how we play. Some of those games could be recouped if we play better. Yeah. Duke's never been a great dominant um football team, but they are at least mediocre. And yeah. that's above what we are at the current uh, point in time. So I don't have a lot of expectations moving forward. I hope that I'm wrong, but I just have to be honest, like you said, based on what I saw.
0: Yeah. And
1: I saw uh, two games where guys at wide receiver did not play up to a Division two level, especially not a Power Five conference level, and you cannot win with that. Like, no, you, uh, like a man said from the 49ers, can't win with them, won't win with them.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I agree, you know, because uh, – like I, you know, was checking out all, you know, other content creators, you know, that do Miami and stuff, and you know, they was, you know, they was kind of, you know, one of them was kind of hard on Taliban night, but it's like it's only but so much he could do, but what I, if, what I, like they had this time right now. If I was him, I mean, you know, they do it in a, the, they do it in the pros. I, I would get them. Go out. So I know that I know they can't right now because of, you know, a hurricane coming and all of that good stuff. But it's just that like, I would get them out there, practice with them, you know, build some kind of um, c- continuity, you know, chemistry with them guys, at least show that, you know, whatever the case may be. And me, if I was Mario, I wouldn't even wait to say, oh, well, I need to make a decision, um, on the quarterback or whatever. I'll just come out Me personally, I'll say, Hey, Tyler's the guy. He showed a lot of promise. He had a rough game. You know, we're going to get back to the basics. We're going to find a way to, 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 um, make sure that we get, um, we get all of these, um, guys ready to get up for, you know, go for the, play the next game against North Carolina. Cause I'm, I'm know for a fact, you know, that North Carolina is going to be chomping at the bits to, to, to do us in to put more insult to injury. You know, Matt Brown, he will love nothing more than give Mario another L, you know what I'm saying? And then you know, you then I give you what three straight losses right there, you'll be two, two and three on the season. You, you so you got to come out ready. If you come out with another slow start in this North Carolina game, you already had at least two weeks off. Then some, something, is something is seriously wrong right there. We got all the high profile names that we could think of right now around this college. So now it should be focused on defense focus on getting this offense better for getting your, um your quarterback confidence back, you know what I'm saying? And, and see what, see what things may go, you know, because I, I mean, I watched the first half of the game and I, and I just, you know, I was, man, I was like, I sit here, it's like, dang, should I just continue to finish watching this game? And I was like, And they was just getting dragged. And then when DJ Ivory gave up that ball, now oh, we didn't even mention Keyshawn Smith. I mean, that's another wide receiver that you. I mean, got a sword on the field. That's why I mentioned we got a sword on the field. Yeah. So it's like he ran the kickoff back right after that. After the you know, DJ Ivory gave up that that you got him in man, but you ain't got no safety on over the top. Just him by himself on the island, ninety-eight yards. I'm like, come on, you know. So, I forgot. I, 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 you know, we talked about everybody else. I forgot about Keyshawn. Like you say, you got to show it on the field, man. You got, you got to really, you got to get it out there, and you got to do all the things. Corey, Corey flags. He he was target three times. He had they caught three. They was. The receivers was targeted him three times, three receptions, he had, and he and for ninety nine yards. DJ Ivy was um, throwing his way four times for two receptions, um, or hundred and seven with a touchdown. Well, that one big bomb came; it was ninety eight yards, so that's the half of the hundred seven. So if that he wouldn't have probably his stat wouldn't really matter. And then you got Jaden Harris he was target one time for one reception for 69 yards. So to my point the def- the defense really really got it has to get better. You know, um for, and especially if you find a way to make the game muddy, you know what I'm saying? At some point in time, um <clears throat> I know we got a few more minutes left, but I do want to put some kind of you know, light perspective to this, and it's for um, edge rusher Akeem Mesidor, and Henry Paris. Um, they was named the top ten um transfer of their position nationally, according to Pro Football Focus. So, um, you know, mezador has a high; he his grade is a 90.5, 90. Um, and Paris is ranked sixth. Um, with, um, he ranked six in the ACC and he's averaging 86, um, yards per game. So, I mean, on a, on a decent note of that, Hey, that's, I mean, I take that, but everybody, need, everybody needs to play at a high level like that. Not just one or two people, you know, because, we're not going to get it done that way. We definitely won't get it done, and we're going to continue to go in the same cycle. So maybe we see something, maybe we don't. But you know, it's 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 a long season, long.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, <clears throat> all I can say is, yeah, it's nice that we got some people that's ranked high, man. But the way this team is playing, it's pretty much one of those situations where. Um, Either you're going to come out of this bye week and you're going to show up and you're going to show us that what we saw the first couple of weeks was just because you were playing subpar talent or you're going to continue to play the way you've been playing. And um, I'm going to be right, unfortunately. So we'll see which mm-hmm. one happens. Unfortunately, I think I'm going to be right. <laughs> I've seen this before several times.
0: Yeah. Because, um, uh, um, I mean, and you know, Last year, um, you know, Kurt Hurst Street, you know, they was on National TV talking about us, you know, crying and saying, oh, they need to do this, they need to do that, we need to do this, and then we finally do it, you know. And a lot of people said, well, you know, um, well, these these Mario players, I I, I don't care who players it is, they still got to be coached. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just like if I'm coaching high school football and I and I get fired and you come in and coach behind me and you coach them up to be winners, it don't matter who players it was at the end of the day. That's just like in the NBA when Mark Jackson was coaching the Golden State Warriors and they fired him and and Steve Kerr took over. But every we all say, hey, Mark Jackson already laid the blueprint there. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it don't matter at the end of the day who who players it is. They still got to be coached. They still got to be young professional college athletes to play the game. It don't matter how poor they was. And some, I mean, somebody said that they still see the non-disciplined era of some of these players. But maybe that's true. But at the same time, this is where we put all this money into Mario and this coaching staff. They're the ones going to have to get these guys in the right direction. Point blank, and period.
1: We'll see. Like I
0: said, I don't have much confidence in them for this year, but we'll yeah. see what happens. So, but um, cool. I appreciate you jumping on with me. You no know, doubt. Um, you know, we always do, we are becoming a pretty good tag team a little bit here, so I really appreciate it. And to everybody that you know came in, you know, had a piece, you know, whatever, this is you know, like I said, this is my new segment on Tuesdays, you know, Canes on the daily, you know, so you know, dive into Miami Hurricanes, you know, the painful, the painful part of everything, but you know, no matter what, we still um fans you know we just want respect a lot from our our coaching staff and our players you know because it's it's been a while it's it has been a while so without further ado you know you can let everybody know where they can find you at and all that good stuff
1: sure i'm gonna just put it like this man play call talk.com forward slash live and playcallersportstalk.com forward slash Eagles Elite. Everything I do, you can find on one of those uh, two channels.
0: All right, and you heard it here first. Um, now, I don't have an intro for this segment, and I'm and it's not going to be one no time soon. It's, it will be one soon, so therefore, all of my little segments, I'm st- still working out some of the kinks. But I did my um, my live yesterday for Washington, um, the aftermath and now I'm doing this one so I'm gearing up to get ready start diving into my NBA you know in the in the coming weeks and stuff like that but and, your, uh, at,
1: and your Saturday morning too
0: oh yeah Saturday morning and Sunday man see I'm, I'm like well, I think two days out of the week I'm not really doing nothing and that's Thursday and Friday so far and I'm, I think because you know, NFL football comes on Thursday and everything like that. So pretty much I'm definitely, you know, loving it and everything like that. So I'm kind of like getting myself, you know, in the in the swing of things really heavy now. Cause as soon as the Braves hit the postseason, I'll do so. I'll probably just do regular videos of that. I won't do no lives for them. So I try to keep a track of that. But like um, but thank y'all for joining us. Um come back. Next Tuesday, I'll do a preview to the Miami and North Carolina game um, and see where we go from there. This is Canes on the Daily. This is your boy LiveWire Sports and Entertainment. And I'll see you when I see you. Peace.